another episode of Am I Doing This Right? I'm Corinne Fox. And I'm Natalie McMillan. And we are best friends, confidants, millennials, and the hosts of Am I Doing This Right? A life how-to podcast from the perspective of non-experts. And each week we cover a new topic and we open up a new bottle of wine. Oh, yes we do. And today we are getting into the nitty gritty. (laughs) One that Natalie and I personally had no fucking idea about. Like, okay, if there's ever been a non-expert moment, it is now. Oh, it's now. It's this moment. What in the fuck? (laughs) We are talking about cryptocurrency. Don't run away, please. Do not run away because we We did all this research, please. (laughs) We're going to be talking about what is cryptocurrency. We're going to explain what a blockchain is. What the fuck? And we're going to explain how to invest in crypto and maybe how much to invest uh-huh. in crypto right now, where it's at. Yes. So if you know absolutely nothing about crypto, I mean, absolutely. When I'm <laughs> telling you, I had never even Googled cryptocurrency. Okay. This is the episode for you. But first, we have some housekeeping, Natalie. Yes. You know, we're doing random advice. <laughs> so if you need advice on something anonymously, Yes. You can go ahead and email it to us at amidoingthisrightpod at gmail.com, or you can just go ahead and DM it to us at amidoingthisrightpod on Instagram, and we might just choose yours and answer it on And an give episode. you our, it's like a bestie advice. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, we're your besties. Because I would consider our listeners our, our besties. besties. Yes. We want to see you guys thriving. thriving. Mm-hmm. And if you need advice... Literally anything, literally any topic, go ahead and send it in. We want to help you. We do. We really do. But now, what are we, what are we drinking? We need alcohol for this episode. We need alcohol for <laughs> this episode. What are we episode. drinking? Okay, we're drinking the Chapelet Carneros Chardonnay from 2019. Mm. We got another shard here. I too. feel like you say Carneros a lot on this episode. Really? On the sh- yes. Well, a lot of wine is from Carneros, I guess. I also just have to say that it is – this is the earliest we have ever recorded. It might still be 10-something in the morning. No, now it is 11.30. Oh, okay. It's 11.30. But um, it's pretty early for a glass of wine. It's pretty damn early. It's pretty we damn early. We definitely have a full day ahead of us. We've got a full day. Speaking of early, this morning, my sister – so my sister's in town. Mm-hmm. We were like – it was like 7 in the morning. We're like, let's go get breakfast because she had to take an online class. You guys went to Hugo's? No, we went to Go Get Em Tiger. Okay. Because Hugo's doesn't open until 8. But we go to Go Get Em Tiger. We get our – I got a chai. And we both got these oatmeals. And we're sitting outside eating them. And she's like looking at somebody. I'm like, what are you doing? And she's like, oh, my God. This guy looks just like Ben Affleck but like homeless. Basically like really like disheveled and like – all this stuff and it was Ben Affleck no <laughs> so he walked so she's like just staring and she's like it's just so funny because he really looks like him but just really disheveled and he walks by and I look and it was Casey Affleck <laughs> and I'm like this checks out he because he usually does look a little like he had this beat like scraggly that's hilarious it was Casey Affleck I'm like, that is so funny. Do they? I don't see the funny thing is, I they, don't think they look alike. I don't think alike. they look alike. I don't think they look alike at all. I know, but it was just like, it was so uh, fun. Or maybe in her head, she was thinking Casey Affleck. Yeah, I was going to say, she must have like kind of, there was an association happening, but yes. she was like, what is happening? Because she was looking, and I'm like, what is she looking at? 
And then he walked by. I was like, oh, my God, it was Casey Affleck. <laughs> it's, yeah, just another day in L.A. It's just, just like, yeah. You think that this Ben Affleck cosplayer <laughs> with a beard. No, just his brother. Just his brother. And I'm like, what are you doing? I don't think he lives on this side of town. I'm like, what are you doing over here? I don't know. There's been a, I th- I've had a, a good amount. We've talked about it on the podcast how I always run into the Glee guy. I don't think we have. I was just going to say, there's always a random celebrity that everybody has like their own. And Corinne's <laughs> is the guy from Glee that was in the wheelchair. In the wheel- I see him all the time. <laughs> Everywhere. And I, the thing is, is I brought it up to you casually. I was like, oh, you know how like everyone always sees the Glee guy? And you were like, no, no. I've never run into him. I'm like, I see him all the time. I saw him walking across the street. No. I see him at Target. But, I see him all the time. But then one time we were at lunch and he was, he came in. And I was like, oh my God, he does show up everywhere. Me and him, we are, we are aligned. You guys are aligned. <laughs> Our friend Connor keeps seeing Camilla Cabello. Oh yeah, they go to the same coffee shop. Uh-huh. Who's we've seen? Sam Smith does live in your neighborhood. Yes, I've seen Sam Smith. Who's my number one that I see all the time though? Charlie, I've seen Charlie Puth a bunch of times. Really, he must live near you. I think his. I think there's a trainer that lives like on my street. Oh, like a celebrity. Yeah, because oh. like people are like always walking with this guy. Oh. Stranger Things man. Oh, the Stranger Things guy. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, see Steve him. From Stranger Steve from Things. Stranger Things. And his dog, Tina. I saw Gal Gadot at Target <gasps> the other week. That was really fun. I would have been like, oh my People God. People who don't live in LA, they're like, oh my God, fuck you guys. I know. They're like, what? But I also, I think the most random person that I do see frequently is Benny Blanco. You see him? Do you watch Dave? No. Oh, Natalie. Natalie, you have to watch Dave. Oh, I saw one episode with Justin Bieber. Like they were at a party. No, the show is actually a genius. Me and Joe, like it was our favorite show we watched this year. Oh. And Benny Blanco is a recurring character in the oh, second season of Dave. He's hilarious. Oh my God. I didn't know that anybody knew who Benny Blanco was or what he looked like. So I've never just, but it's like I see him. He's a very distinct look. Okay, I see him at the farmer's market almost every Sunday. He is – I don't think people know. I am very short. I'm a very short person. I think Benny Blanco might be two inches shorter than me. <laughs> I believe it. I believe and it. And he's always in rainbow Crocs. And he's really nice, though. I always see he's petting people's dogs and stuff. I'm like, okay. Oh, my God. You have got to watch Dave. Oh, okay. You've got to watch Dave When you Dave get back now. from your little vacay, Natalie's going on vacay, uh-huh. when you get back – I'm making you start date. Maybe I'll just watch it while I'm laying around. It is hilarious. It's one of the best shows. Okay. Anyways. All right. All right. Well, okay. Well, now let's um, let's uh, pivot. Let's pivot this shit around because we got to talk about crypto. crypto. Cryptocurrency. We're going to make it fun. Corinne. We are. Let's and talk and about, let's well, the talk reason about how that, we chose this. Yeah. The reason that we're talking about this is because obviously cryptocurrency, it's blowing up, guys. And mm-hmm. – I really had to do this episode for me because Joe and my mom text 24-7 about cryptocurrency. Oh, my God. Connie and Joe are like, oh, hey, did you see that Ethereum went up? And then when we we went on vacation to Florida together, and I'd sit at breakfast with them, and they would just talk about crypto. And I'd be sitting there like, am I chopped lower? Apparently. Nobody gave a shit about me. Well, guess what? They would have if you had listened to this episode. Yeah. And if you guys know anyone who invests in crypto, you'll know that they talk very passionately about it. Yes. 
And both of us, me and Nat, had absolutely zero ideas we've said about crypto. And we just were like, it's fucking time. It's time. We just have to go ahead and do it. And it's we're really giving you the absolute bare minimum. Yes. A, B, C, one, yes. two, three. Yes. It, starting with <laughs> the definition yes. of cryptocurrency. Yes. What is the definition, Natalie? Okay. Cryptocurrency is a form of payment that can be exchanged online for goods and services. Many companies have issued their own currencies, often called tokens, and these can be traded specifically for the good or service that the company provides. So think of them as you would arcade tokens or casino chips. You'll need to exchange real currency for the cryptocurrency to access the good or service. And they also, they work using a technology called a blockchain, but we're going to put a pin in that. Yes, which which we will explain in a second. But just a layman's term kind of version of that definition Mm -hmm. is cryptocurrency. It's like regular currency, but it's digital. So each individual coin is fundamentally just a collection of numbers and letters. It's just like, it's just an algorithm. Right. right? There's no real coin that you're going to get. Right. And almost every physical currency today has a serial number. Did you know that? Oh, I didn't know that. So like legit on the dollar bill, there is a serial number. Oh, no, I do think I knew that. Yeah, you knew that, but you don't like pay attention to it. So and that's essentially tells you like when the bill was made, where Mm -hmm. it was made, et cetera, et cetera. So in theory, a record of every bill that's ever been made is kept in this central bank and shared with smaller banks. And that's really the idea of this centralized, you know, physical currency, Mm -hmm. things like that. So each cryptocurrency coin is like a dollar bill, which it has a serial number, but it's digital. And so just like regular currency, like a $20 bill, every cryptocurrency or coin can be divided into smaller pieces. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. So that's, yeah, that's kind of like how it works. So people are like, well, this doesn't exist. Like, what what do you mean? It's like, no, it has a serial number as if it's a dollar bill. The dollar bill is a piece of paper. Right. Well, also, it's like we don't really use cash anymore. So it's kind of like saying that when you swipe a credit card, it's not real. It doesn't exist. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, it does. (laughs) <laughs> All right, so let's get back to that that kooky term blockchain, shall Which we? Which honestly, like, it's it was almost a trigger word for me before this episode because I really didn't understand. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. It's 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 a lot. Okay, <laughs> so definition. Here we go. Blockchain is a decentralized technology spread across many computers that manages and records transactions. So part of the appeal of this technology is its security. So. Basically, a blockchain is a chain of blocks that contains information. It was originally created in the 90s to help timestamp documents so you couldn't backdate them or tamper with them, similar to a notary. But it didn't catch on and wasn't really used until Satoshi Nakamoto, Mm -hmm. I hope I'm saying that right, utilized it to create Bitcoin. So once information has been recorded into the blockchain... Again, this is a technological – it's it's not a physical chain of blocks. But yes. Yeah. So once it's in the blockchain, it is very difficult to change it. Yes. So that's the appeal of it. And I feel like even that definition, when I first read it, I was like, yeah, I don't get it. Yeah. Like, uh, what, what? You hit me with decentralized technology and I'm like, nope. What are you talking what about? What are you talking about? Okay. So <laughs> I, I do think – to explain blockchain better, uh-huh. to actually in your mind think of three blocks okay. connected with 
chains. Okay. It's just the I'm best, visualizing. It's just the best way to understand yes. it. Everybody, let's visualize together. Okay. So, so imagine a literal block and chains for you to understand it. So inside one of the blocks, there is data stored. Okay. And there is data, let's say, for example, for Bitcoin about a transaction. So in the block, it'll have, you know, the sender, the receiver's information, the amount of the transaction, right? Mm -hmm. And also inside of that block, there's a hash. So you can compare a hash to like a fingerprint. Okay. So essentially the hash identifies the block and all of its content. And it's always unique. So you can't change a hash on a block. Okay. So once a block has been created, then a hash has been calculated. If you change something within the block, the hash will also change as well. Okay. So if it's ever tampered with, like, you will know. Because it will have to change. Yes, it will have to change. And there's the third element that it's inside the block, which is also the hash of the previous block. That's how it's connected through a chain. So it's this technique that makes this blockchain really secure is that if you have a series of transactions, the previous transaction is in this current one, and then the next one will be the last one. So they're all connected. So basically, like a hacker can't hack into it because they would have to know your hash and the hash of the previous block and the hash of the – like you would have to know all of the hashes for the whole sequence. Right. And it's all stored – on a decentralized technology, which means it's not stored in like one bank. Right. So they can't just like break into Bank of America right. and hack your and shit. And do all the things. So it's stored on this peer-to-peer network or a P2P network, which is basically when someone joins this network, they get a full copy of the blockchain, which can be used to verify everything in it. So it's not just sitting on your computer. And that someone could go on your computer and take all of your Bitcoin and everything. Everybody's computer who's on the network all has the information. So to be able to actually hack it, everybody has to be hacked. It would have, okay, it would have to be a very large scale operation. Yes, a huge, and so that's part of the appeal of it is because blockchains are so secure because they're on this peer-to-peer network. They also have the hash system, like I said, like the block before it has the unique code of the one. It's just, it's very, very secure. And then also one other thing is you have to show proof of work. So if you try to hack a blockchain, there's actually a 10 minute waiting period to create a new block. And you have to be able to provide the hash for all the blocks on the chain. So it's just basically blockchain's very, very impenetrable. It's very, very secure. Mm-hmm. I'm, the whole time you're explaining this, I'm like, how do people think uh, – like, I don't know how they develop this stuff. I could not tell it's you if my all, life depended on is, it. It's all ones and twos. It's all numbers. It's like, all, it's, all, it's all an algorithm. It's just an algorithm. We're living in a simulation. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So basically, blockchains are constantly changing. And one of the new changes are the invention of smart contracts. So – These are simple programs that are stored on the blockchains and can be used to automatically exchange coins based on certain conditions. Yeah. And really, if you were like, if I just said all this and you're like, yeah, went over my head, really all you need to know is that the blockchain is the technology that allows cryptocurrency to exist. Right. And from my understanding, blockchain is just like a digital infrastructure for cryptocurrency. I kind of am thinking of it as like a safe it's like a safe full of cryptocurrency. Yeah, kind, kind of. of. 
But also it existed on everybody who uses its computer. Right. And we're all allowing it to exist. Very similar to the internet. Yeah. Yeah, which I also don't know how that works. Um, it works because we all use it. It's very bizarre. It's very bizarre. <laughs> but now, okay, so how does it all work from here? Right. Okay. So let's say you're like, I'm going into crypto. You will get a cryptocurrency wallet address, which is similar to a bank account, except there's no physical card that goes along with it. It's just an account number. And you don't need to provide any personal information to start a wallet. So that means that your identity is not attached to your account. Mm -hmm. So any cryptocurrency held in your wallet is owned by you and not a bank. And that means nobody can shut down your cryptocurrency account. That is owned by you. But the problem is if you lose access to your account or if you don't write down your recovery phrase, you will lose that forever. Yeah. You will lose that forever. There's nobody to call. There's no customer service. It's gone. Yeah. I just I just uh, listened to an episode of Armchair Expert with, well, Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis who uh-huh. talked about cryptocurrency. And they were saying a horror story of this guy who had $700,000 <gasps> in crypto and lost his code oh. and it was gone. Oh. And he was like, I don't, God. I don't, yeah, someone hacked his thing or I don't know if he hacked it or he just lost the the password. Uh-huh. Again, it's not a bank. You can't call Bank of right. America like, hey, I don't have my like password. Right. I forgot it. Yeah. Like, no. There's no face ID. There's, no, it's, it's like. It's gone. It's gone. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? That is so crazy. <sighs> so to break down, we said this earlier. So now to break down cryptocurrency even more, there are thousands of different cryptocurrency, but broadly speaking, there are two types of currency, which are coins and tokens. You kind of mentioned it earlier, Mm Nat. So crypto coins belong to a cryptocurrency network that were normally built from the ground up, which is essentially someone just spent time and money to write the code for the network. But because it's actually really, really hard to make a network, there are only a few dozen networks that actually are coins, and the rest of cryptocurrency are tokens. Now, tokens are super easy to make, and there are thousands of them. If you keep hearing about NFTs, which we're not going to talk about. That's a different episode. Because I cannot get into (laughs) it. But that is a type of cryptocurrency token. Okay, well, but beware that most cryptocurrency tokens are scams. Yeah. Because they are so easy to create. Yeah. Joanne the scammer would definitely have tokens. It's way more secure to go with coins. Coins. Mm -hmm. With the coins. All right, so I know that you guys have probably heard about like, you know, Bitcoin and all these different types. So, okay, so to better familiarize yourself with the different types of trading companies, these are the top 10 as of August 2021. So there's Bitcoin. We've all heard of that one. Mm-hmm. Ethereum, Binance Coin, Tether, Cardano, XRP, Dogecoin, USD Coin, Polkadot, and Solana. And of I course- those are those are all networks. So they are like yes. coin-based. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So the biggest one, obviously, we've all heard Bitcoin- and that was created in 2009 by somebody under the pseudonym Sato, Satoshi, Satoshi Nakamoto. Nakamoto. Yes. We talked about him a little bit earlier. And as with most cryptocurrencies, it runs on a blockchain. But because the additions to the blockchain 
must be verified by solving a proof of work, Bitcoin is kept secure and very safe from fraud. Also, their price has skyrocketed because it's become a household name. Five years ago, you could buy a Bitcoin for like $500. As of August 2021, a single Bitcoin price was over $45,000. So that's growth of about 8,900%. (laughs) Which is insane. But because one Bitcoin is now like $45,000, that's what they were saying. Where You buy a like a, a sliver of it. A sliver of one. Right. You don't even, like people don't even own one Bitcoin anymore. Right. Right. So basically I should have bought a Bitcoin five years oh, ago. Oh, God, I know. Because it would have been worth uh, $45,000. Uh, $45, $45, oh, my God. And then this one's just kind of wild because <laughs> I think over last summer, this whole thing with Dogecoin happened and it was like, what is happening? So Dogecoin is a cryptocurrency, a legitimate cryptocurrency created by software engineers Billy Marcus and Jackson Palmer, who decided to create a payment system as a joke, making fun of the wild speculation in cryptocurrencies. So despite its satirical nature, it has quickly become a legitimate cryptocurrency. And when I tell you, it's called Dogecoin because it has that meme of that dog that they call Doge. And literally, if you go on the website, the coins have its face on the coin. It's like, this is wild. (laughs) This is so wild. All right, let's get into some of the pros here. What are the pros of cryptocurrency, Corinne? Well, we've been saying it the whole episode, but really security. So because of the blockchain technology, the encryption process for each coin is inherently secure, and it's extremely hard to hack and even harder to counterfeit. Mm -hmm. And most cryptocurrencies have been around for years, like Bitcoin. There's one called Litecoin, Peercoin, Dogecoin. They're all tried and true. They've been around for a while. They're super secure. If they were going to get hacked, and they probably constantly are trying to get hacked, and they never do. Right. That can kind of give you a lot of peace of mind. Very, very hard to do. The other thing is autonomy. So banks are vulnerable to boom and bust cycles in the economy, and sometimes these situations can end in bank runs and crashes, as has occurred numerous times in the past. We've all been through it. So this means that users are not really in control of their money. Theoretically, at least, Bitcoin promises user autonomy because its price is not linked to specific government policies. So this means that users and owners of the cryptocurrency are in full control of their cash money. Well, coin money, really. Coin money. <laughs> Another pro is it helps beat inflation. So because some cryptocurrency companies limit the currency in circulation, it makes crypto a good hedge against inflation. For example, the number of Bitcoins in circulation can never exceed 21 million because it was designed with a finite quantity. 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 You guys get it. Uh, So if the federal government was to just print more money, it would lead to inflation. Basically, software engineers can't just make more coins to put into circulation. Right. And so this, when I heard that Bitcoin, you could, there's only 21 million, I was like, that confused me because I thought, how are they not all gone? Oh, because people buy, like, But now, yes, you can buy a hair. One, one one millionth of one. Yes, yes. So very. So there's, it is in theory, like you could just keep breaking it down and breaking it down. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, that, we're learning. We're learning as we're going here. (laughs) Another pro is that you can use it widely without paying transactional fees because there is no middleman like a bank. So crypto can be used for things like transferring money in and out of countries with currency controls and offering an alternative to countries 
I'm sorry, to uh, currencies in countries that are experiencing hyperinflation. Yeah. I mean, have you ever tried to transfer money to like a different yes, country? Yes. Okay. So this woman- Huge fees. No, this woman in Italy painted this beautiful photo of me on Instagram and I've been trying to like get it from her and she wants to charge me 300 euro for it. Uh-huh. But like, I can't even figure it out. I don't even know. And it doesn't make sense. And yeah, it would be a lot easier to do it in Bitcoin. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> Another pro is you can use it for illicit goods because there's no personal information attached to your wallet. Like we said, no one can shut down your cryptocurrency account because you are the sole owner and you can use cryptocurrency, honestly, for some shady shit. Shady shit. It is easily transferable across borders and can go undetected. So if that painting that she had a little bit of cocaine in it, too. Pretty easy. Taped to the back of yeah. it. I could get it. We could probably get it pretty easy. I've never done cocaine, guys. <laughs> Neither have I. We're, re- but, we're really lame, to be honest. We really are. But Bitcoin in particular is heavily used for drug and weapon trafficking. I love how this is a pro on our list. Well, this, hey, listen, when we were doing the research, it said that this is a reason people like to use it. Yeah. And it's also used to like evade taxes. Yeah. Which I'm sure a lot of rich white guys I'm love to do. Very sure. Yeah. So it's it's a pro in some people's <laughs> world, I guess. Hey, we, we have to mention it. We got to mention we it. We can't judge our listeners. <laughs> no, hey. <laughs> there are some cons to yes. crypto. So one of them, and this was fascinating to me, I had no idea, is the environmental impact. So the energy needed to encrypt and verify blockchain transactions creates a huge carbon footprint. One study estimated that Bitcoin consumes about as much energy as a small country like Malaysia or Sweden. Yes, and I Wild. and I don't want to get into the mining thing because it's very confusing. Oh, that's another episode. But I will say that for the blockchain to exist, like I said, remember, it's on our computers. So it needs right. computers like constantly running these algorithms so that it can actually function. So right. think of how many computers have to be on and plugged in and using energy to actually facilitate this to happen. Right. Crazy. It's a lot to think about. Crazy. Another con is it's secure, we uh-huh. said, but it's actually not potentially safe. Mm-hmm. So since cryptocurrency isn't backed by any governmental authority, it doesn't have the same protections as many standard currencies throughout the world. Unlike money that you have like saved in your bank insured by FDIC, which if you've listened to any of our savings account episodes, you know FDIC. FDIC. If a virtual currency company fails, and many have, the government will not cover the loss. That's true. You out your money. You out your money. There's no bailout, really. So, after hearing all that, (laughs) if you do want to invest in cryptocurrency and you're like, you know what, I'm going to give it a shot, Mm -hmm. how do you do that, Matt? Okay, so basically, you know, you've got your little wallet. Yes. Then there's something called a Coinbase, which Coinbase is is like a, a... website. Yes. And this is a popular, it's a trading exchange where you can create both a wallet and buy and sell Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies. Also, a growing number of online brokers offer cryptocurrencies such as eToro, TradeStation, and Sophie Active Investing. Robinhood offers free cryptocurrency trades also, Robinhood crypto is available in most, but not all U.S. states. So just look into that. But to buy crypto, you'll need to make sure you have funds in your account. So you might deposit money into the crypto account by linking your bank account, authorizing a wire transfer, even making a payment with a debit or a credit card. Yes. Does that make sense to you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And, and when you decide on which cryptocurrency to purchase, you can enter its ticker number. So for example, Bitcoin is BTC. And then how many coins you'd like to purchase, unless you roll in the deep, I don't really think you're going to have very many coins. You might be buying, again, one one millionth of one coin. <laughs> of a coin. But with most exchanges and brokers, you can purchase fractional, like I just said, fractional shares of cryptocurrency, allowing you to buy just a little sliver mm-hmm. of Bitcoin or Ethereum that otherwise takes thousands to own. And you Multiple should- thousands. Also- Jeez. Once you buy this, you should also keep your crypto in your own wallet and only keep it on an exchange when you're trading or cashing out. So once you get it, put Mm -hmm. it in your wallet and then get it off the website. Okay. And when you say wallet, she's talking about the digital wallet. wallet. Yeah. So you can use a hardware wallet as well. So you can literally put it onto a hard drive and it can live there, which, you know, can protect it. And keep it from somebody hacking it or you forgetting the password and things like that. Right. Yeah. Just right. you just can't let anybody like actually steal it. Right. Because you're it, screwed. You're screwed. You're screwed. That's the only part of it. It's like, man. I know. I, but yeah. I do wonder if they'll find a way to make it. Yeah. I'm sure they will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so so not should our listeners, should we invest in cryptocurrency? After we've explained it, yes. hopefully clearly. I don't know if this was clear at all, but I think it was. I think it's. I think it's clear. Okay, where we're at, we're pretty clear. Okay, so should we invest? Okay, so bottom line is cryptocurrencies are constantly and quickly evolving, and they remain pretty confusing. So word is still out on their long-term sustainability. Also, so basically, if you want to invest, just you gotta tread lightly. And only invest what you cannot afford to lose. Do not. What you can afford to lose. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. <laughs> what you can afford to lose. Do not go like, I'm just going to go full into crypto because it's so new, you know? The crypto craze, it might be really exciting, but boring might be best when it comes to your investing. So if even the thought of crypto or like losing your money makes you anxious, maybe, maybe hold off. They may go up in value, but many investors don't see them as real investments, at least not right now. And that's just because like real currencies, cryptocurrencies don't generate cash flow. So for you to profit, someone would have to pay more for the currency than you did. So Warren Beatty, who is like this, how would you describe, he's like a financial wizard, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, he is a rich white man. So he compared it to checks. So like checks are a great way to transfer, spend, and share money, but they aren't actually inherently valuable. All right. Yeah. And I I totally get that. Yeah. I think my take on crypto is I really love to diversify my investment portfolio. Mm -hmm. So I don't see harm in investing in cryptocurrency. My thing is I don't want to regret not jumping on the bandwagon now and Uh be like, yeah, this is, I, yeah. So again, like like you said, I would just put money in that you're not attached to. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure if it's the time right now to put your life savings into crypto, but m- maybe I'm wrong. Who knows? We don't know. But, and that's what, I, that's what we're saying. It's like, it's because it's so brand new. We're just, we're not totally sure what's going to happen here. So while the success of any cryptocurrency project is not assured, if a cryptocurrency project achieves its goals, then the early investors could be very richly rewarded in the long term. 
Yeah. And I actually, I read this thing by Tori Dunlap from her first 100K. She told Time Magazine that she still errs on the side of caution and tells people to follow the 5% rule. And that is to not contribute more than 5% of your portfolio to risky assets like crypto. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that's like a good amount. Yeah. We're like, we're saying diversify. I don't think... I think it's the wrong thing to do to not invest in crypto, but I think it's also the wrong thing to do is to invest too much right now. Yes. But again, we're not experts. So like, I'm sure there's someone listening to this, like about to crash their fucking car, like crypto is the word. Right. Or they're like, I would never. Yes. But I think 5% of your investment portfolio is a fair amount. You're giving it a shot and then you can invest more as you feel more comfortable with it. Yes. And with any investment, any investment, it's a risk. Yeah. This one is just more, I guess, technically more of a risk just because it's so new and we don't know much about it long term. Yes. So as with any new investment, you just got to do your research and understand those risks that we've been talking about. So experts say you shouldn't invest in crypto if it means you can't meet other financial needs. So definitely, you know, make sure your debt is paid off. You've you've got your emergency fund or you've, you've maxed out your retirement accounts before you're like, I'm going in on crypto. Yeah. And I feel like that's also how we've done the podcast where yes. we've explained debt. We've explained your emergency fund. We've explained retirement accounts. And now we're explaining crypto. crypto. And if you need to go back and like hit some of those milestones first, you can yes. go back to our old episodes and listen about those. And I think this is like once you're feeling really good with all of those with things. The foundation. Like yeah. do not like invest in crypto if you do not have an emergency fund. Exactly. Do not. Do not do it. Build your emergency fund first and then invest in crypto. Yeah. Make sure you're maxing out that 401k, then invest in crypto. Listen, we know that we we talk about our investments here, but like we really want you to succeed. We okay? just want you to succeed, and baby so girl. And so we're telling you now, <laughs> emergency fund, retirement account. Pay off credit card debt. Credit card debt. Student loans. We do have a thing on that that's, you know, student loans. They take a while. There's a whole you thing on that. You don't have to pay off the student loans. But yeah. I do think. But keep them in your. Yeah, yeah, in the grand scheme. This is like a fun thing to do after you're financially in a good place to have a little fun with your money. Yes. But there's a lot of other things I think you could put your money towards first before you get here. Yeah. But I will say I have paid off my credit card debt. I don't have Mm -hmm. any credit card debt. Mm -hmm. I have an emergency fund. I'm great with my retirement. So I'm going to I'm gonna invest 5% of my portfolio into crypto. Do it. I'm going to let you guys know how it goes. Go ahead and let us know how it goes. Let us know, you know, is it Bitcoin? Is it Ethereum? Is it Dogecoin? I don't know if I can. The Dogecoin thing is so ridiculous that I, I almost might do it. <laughs> Just to be like, yes, I actually got Dogecoin. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> well, we hope that you learn more about cryptocurrency have more clarity on what it is and how it works. And maybe you feel inspired to make your first investment in crypto. Yeah. And we promise when, when we get deeper into this, we will bring on an expert of cryptocurrency. This is just part one. This is part one. And this is this is definitions only. The very basics. Because <laughs> then it goes into all kinds of other shit. It's too much. Okay, it's now. So let's, let's circle back on the wine we've been drinking. The wine. It is the Chapelet. Carnero Chardonnay from 2019. You want to introduce the hottie? Yeah, I kind of said them earlier. It was a little <laughs> I gave you guys teaser, a, yes. Easter egg. So our hottie is Mila, Mila Kunis. Kunis. And like I said earlier, Mila and her husband, Ashley Kutcher, like, come on, we all know who that is. Mm-hmm. They're very outspoken about their support of cryptocurrency. And Mila's actually doing something really, really cool where she's launching a TV show 
using NFT crypto tokens. I cannot explain it further than that. Mm -hmm. It's a very cool, inventive thing. (laughs) How it works, could never tell you. Cannot tell you. The NFT things, again, it's got to be a whole different episode. Yeah, but but she's launching an animated TV show using cryptocurrency, and that's all I can tell you about it. Good for her. Good for her. Good for her. And she, like, created the technology to do it. Love them. Love them. (laughs) So, Mila, one to Mila. What do we think of this? Let's see. We love Mila. I'm really not mad at this Chardonnay. Wow. We're on different spectrums. Really? Mm -hmm. Interesting. Okay, you go ahead. I'm giving it a two. (gasps) Wow. I don't like it at all. Interesting. I wouldn't even, yeah. I can't really drink it. That is so fascinating. Why? I don't know, because I don't hate it. Okay. Usually, usually we're like pretty similar. I would give it. It might because it's noon. And you had a pumpkin (laughs) foam chai, gigantic (laughs) drink. Right before, maybe it messed with your palate. I think my palate's off. Um, I'm honestly, I'm gonna give it like a seven and a half. Oh, could just have to be a half because we have to be in the middle. Oh, shit, let's do an eight okay. because it's then it's even number. So between eight and t- two, it be a f- five point five, four. I don't know. Oh, it is a four. You're right. I'm right. Uh, no, it's not a four. What's halfway between two? It's three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Three. What? It's a three. Wait. It can't, no, it's a five. Two, three, it's four. a five. It's a five. <laughs> Listen, you guys. We never said that math was our strong point. Hold on. Ask me what – ask me what uh, – give me a number and tell me – ask me 20% of that number. Okay. 46. 46. It would be uh, $9.20. One. Or I'm sorry. If it was 40 – yeah, $9.20 is 20% of 46. Wow. How can you do that? I think – we should fact check it. I'm pretty sure that's it. Scary. That's the only math I can do. But oh, if I you can't ask even... me to add? I can't. I can't add. <laughs> so we're going to say it's a five. It's probably wrong. But a five out of Mila. Mila. All right. So this is the part of the episode where we're – What are you – where we play a little wrap-up game. Natalie's like, what, what's happening? I'm thinking of my Oh, you're thinking of it? My game. Oh, okay. And this week we're playing Would You Rather. I thought you were still calculating in your head if that no, was right. pretty sure that's right. Oh, okay. And we're, yeah, we're playing Would You Rather. I have mine. Do you want to hear mine first while you think of mm-hmm, yours? Mm-hmm. Okay. Nah. Okay. Would you rather never have chips and salsa again <gasps> or never eat grapes again? This was a personal attack. <gasps> came for you. Oh my I came for you. God. Never eat chips and salsa again. I went to El Coyote last night. You know I fucked <laughs> up those chips and salsa. <sighs> Never eat grapes again. I eat grapes every single day. Every single day. This is a life crisis. I, I guess I'm going to have to say I would give up chips and salsa. No way. Come on. Imagine come, Imagine going to El Coyote with us and you just have to sit there. I would be absolutely dis- – I mean, it would ruin my life. <laughs> but I eat grapes all day, every day. Wow. I, when I tell you, I go through at least one bag of grapes a week. At least one bag. I know when they come into season. I know which which varieties are when. I'm very excited for the holiday grape season upcoming. Like, I don't think I could give up grapes. I'm a number one grape stan. Number one. I know. I, I knew you were going to say grapes. I was just trying really? to – I was trying to think of something that, like, maybe could be equivalent to, and I thought chips and salsa might be up there. It, I mean, it re- it, that's really hard for me. <laughs> that is extremely hard for me. 
All right. Now I've got to think of a of something that's personal to Corinne. <laughs> okay. 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 You can only go to one person's concert for the rest of your life. So funny. I was just thinking this today in the shower. It's, it's weird. Either Drake no. or Taylor Swift. I'm not kidding. In the shower today, I was thinking my life revolves around Drake's albums coming out, Taylor Swift's albums uh-huh. coming out, and the 1975's albums coming out. Yeah. I'm glad you didn't put the 1975 in there. I would never do that I, to us. Yeah, that would, I would never do that to us. We are ride or die for them, even though they do a scandal. I feel like crying right now. <laughs> I, it, listen, you brought chips and salsa and grapes into this game. I feel like game. crying right now. <laughs> Chewing up. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Oh my god! I cannot imagine how what, what a horrible life that'd be. This is the equivalent of my grapes and chips and salsa. In, re- in reality, I'd have to kill myself, but mm, yeah, that's not an option here. <laughs> so I would. It's never go or only go. Only go. I would only go to Taylor Swift. Oh, you would. So you would never see Drake again. I mean, I. Th- I think I'm gonna cry. Right. She if, is actually I, tearing. I, up. I, for real. It's um because Drake's album came out today, so it's just my mind's a little blown. Yeah. But certified uh, lover boy. <laughs> And she's a certified lover girl. I know, but she it would have to be Taylor Swift. Mommy. It would have to be. I'd have to. I would just if she. If I knew she was in town and I wasn't out there, I've been at every single one. And a lot yeah. of the time, I'm waiting backstage for her to get off stage. Yeah, that's happened multiple times. Yeah, which is so funny. This is the one thing Corinne and I are just wildly <laughs> different on. I just I'm grew like, up with her. Like we went through I'm our so lives together. Did I. No, no, no. But we like held hands and grew up together. But not physically. No, in my <laughs> mind. <laughs> right. Completely right. in my mind. Right. right. But like she's right. my sister. Yeah. That's how a lot of people feel. Drake's just like my imaginary husband. Right. Right. Where like in reality he's cheating on me anyways. Mm. It happens to the best of us. Yeah. Don't worry. Joe's aware. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I texted yeah, yeah. him today. I will be exclusively playing Drake for the next two months. And he said, I'm so happy for you. Can I just um, – can I, uh, I guess, air your dream situation? Oh, sure. Oh, so this is just how – I don't even know what you're going to say right now. Well, listen. Drake <laughs> – I mean, sorry. Joe – we talk about him on every single episode. Yeah. We love – Joe's the best, right? We love Joe. To the point where Corinne has had multiple dreams where Drake oh, – yeah. Or we'll walk up to her and be like, hey, like, I'm your man. And she's like, no, I'm going to stay with Joe. Oh, this happens all the time. time. I had it. I had it. No, my last dream about Drake, um, he was like, you are the love of my life. He got Justin Bieber to sing to me, like, one of his songs. Yeah. And I was like, Drake? I can't. I'm with Joe. It's with it's Joe. And I, and I was like, you know, if, if this doesn't work out, we'll circle back. Right. But I can't right now. <laughs> right. Even in my dreams. Yes. And I told you, I'll wake up in the morning and make it. So I had a dream that Drake proposed to me and yes. I said no. And that's how you know Joe is a great man. <laughs> and he's also very supportive. I have a lot of like little crushes like this. Yeah. And I talk about them all the time to Joe. And he's always like, I just, I hope something good happens for you. Yes. Friends. We all want that for you. I know. And I'm just like, thank you for supporting my little crush. If he were to tell me about crushes, like celebrity crushes, I'd be like, what the fuck? Yeah. I'd be like, okay, well, then we're over. We're done. (laughs) But he supports my my dreams. And I I love that. Anyways, wow, we've really – oh, God. What a tangent on the cryptocurrency episode. All right. Well, that's our episode. If you guys want us to cover a topic, again, like we said, random advice too, email us at amdoingthisrightpod or – DM us. So am I doing this right now? Yeah. And we really love when you guys actually suggest topics because it just, it's like, yeah, yes, we, we can, will do the research. We can clearly. help you. So anyways, we love you guys. That's our episode. We love you. Hope this helps. Yes. And we'll be back next week with another episode. Bye.